Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and today I am honored and excited to have on the program Dr. Justin Moore. He is the CEO of the American Physical Therapy Association. He is a physical therapist and a veteran of both the profession and the association with more than 20 years experience. He has been with APTA for 18 years and has held numerous positions, including Executive Vice President of Public Affairs, leading the Public Policy Agenda and Payment and Communications Departments, leading its Federal and State Affairs Advocacy Departments, and serving as the Association's Lead Lobbyist on Capitol Hill. Moore also previously oversaw APTA's practice and research departments. He has been honored for his contributions to physical therapy and public policy by receiving the R. Charles Harker Policymaker Award from the APTA's Health Policy and Administration Section and the Distinguished Service Award from the APTA's Academy of Pediatric Physical Therapy. In addition, Moore has written, presented, and lectured on health policy payment and government affairs issues to a variety of healthcare and business groups across the country. And he is also just a class act. So Justin was gracious enough to give me uh, some of his time at Graham Sessions, which was in Austin, Texas, a couple of weeks ago. And we talk about in this episode how the APTA strives to provide an inclusive experience as a macro organization what Justin would change about the APTA, the APTA's role in the World Confederation for Physical Therapy, and Justin's biggest takeaways from the Graham sessions, plus a lot more. So a huge thanks to Justin and to the team over at the APTA for making this happen. And everyone, enjoy. Hey, Justin, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you back. Thanks for having me, Karen. Okay, so we have a couple questions to get through today, and we also want to talk about the first half of Graham Sessions. So we are recording live at Graham Sessions in Austin, Texas, and I've got a couple of questions for you, and then we'll talk about your big takeaways from the morning session here at Graham Sessions. So first thing is, and this, this will probably be addressed at Graham Sessions tomorrow, but what is the APTA doing, the American Physical Therapy Association, doing to address the current needs of physical therapists, physical therapist assistants, and students to ensure their membership is quote-unquote worth it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great question, and um, it's a question I get often, and unfortunately don't have always a great answer because it is such a personal and passionate issue of how do you find value inside this community of APTA. And as you know, value has two meanings, an economic meaning of do you get a return in your investment? Mm -hmm. And so we look at the physical therapist and the physical therapist assistant of investing in APTA and do they get a return in that? So there's an economic part of this question, but there's also a principled part. Do you value APTA? 
And uh, we like to focus on that and, and how can we really engage uh, the physical therapist and the physical therapist ass uh, assistants and um, really showing value to APTA and getting value from APTA. And I sort of look at it in Adam Grant's philosophy of give and take mm -hmm. is, um, you know, um, the transactional or economic value is what do you get from APTA and then the give is what do you give to APTA. And we're really blessed by um, our members giving to us and increasing the value for all. And I think the value, at the end of the day, the take-home value that PTs uh, get from APTA is we're un, uh, unabashedly uh, aggressive about increasing the opportunities for physical therapists. So if you believe in that mission and that value, how do we continue to connect you to your colleagues? How do we continue to build a community that's going to make uh, this career you've chosen uh, and make a difference in people's lives, but also return a fulfilling career to you. And so get that return on investment and that value. So the second thing, or the uh, another thing I'll just tell you is our board of directors has been really aggressively look, how do we continue to be relevant to the next generation of clinicians? And we know healthcare is changing, we know business is changing, and we have to be get better at being relevant at the point of care. We have to get better at uh, promoting the value of our profession, and we have to get better at connecting uh, our experts. And right now, I think that's what our strategic planning process is about, is how do we become more relevant uh, to those individual clinicians and professionals. And I think that's, that's difficult from a couple of standpoints. One, and probably talk a little bit about this tomorrow, is that APTA is obviously a macro mm -hmm. organization. There's 101,000 members. So how do you incentivize members from one, not dropping off, so mm -hmm. retention issue, right? Yeah. And, and two, how do you attract them in to, be, to have that feel of more of a micro-organization, right? Because it's all about the details and it's all about incentives. So how can the APTA take, which is a very large organization, and it needs to be that way. It can't be small. So how do you give a, a macro-organization a micro-feel? Yeah, absolutely. It's our greatest challenge. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, one of the things that's very good about APTA is we interact with probably 95% of potential members in a five-year period. Mm -hmm. So we have 80% market share of students, 30% market share of practicing professionals, mm -hmm. uh, about a little less than 10% of physical therapist assistants. Mm -hmm. So we do engage with uh, almost our entire community over a five-year period, but we have to return value in the short term to keep them a member. Right. And the greatest challenge is that is how do you let this very diverse clinical community, um, um, how do you build a spirit and harness a power of inclusion so people can find their people, so they can find their community uh, inside this large network of professionals. Yeah. And sometimes APTA has been too complex, too fragmented, and too divisive uh, to achieve that objective. Mm -hmm. And so we have to look at those, those themes on a pretty regular basis, is how do we become more inclusive, and so how do we help people find their people, their network of individuals, because they're going to get great value in that. If they're going to sure. be a better private practitioner, if they're going to be a better pro bono clinic operator, um, if they can connect to their people, that's going to return value. How do we reduce the fragmentation? 
uh, we all are committed to promoting the value of PT. Mm -hmm. Well, if we're talking about the value of a certain part of PT, or we're constantly competing inside the PT world, it really dilutes our impact. For sure. And we know that from data is we're a pretty fragmented community. Yeah. And so we got to reduce that uh, fragmentation and build unity. And then um, we just, uh, at the end of the day, uh, have to really um, sort of um, be better at working together, more unified. And, um, it's not easy. No, exactly. It's, it's it, the bigger easy. you get, the harder it is to yes. make people feel, feel the intimacy. Yes. Um, we had a, a consultant work with APTA's board uh, one time, and he put up a matrix that said you can be three of the four things in the in the quadrants, but you can't be the two things that are across from each other. Mm -hmm. And the two things across from each other in that uh, matrix were intimacy and strategic. And so to be a strategic organization, can you still be intimate in a association of one where you address every need, every want? And we have to figure out, we're going to be a complex organization, but we have to figure out how to give an intimate experience, mm -hmm. but be strategic in that intimate experience. Yeah, so. and it's a challenge, you know, yeah, it's a challenge absolutely. for a large organization, but it's good to hear that that's on the minds of the people at APTA. Yeah, I think we've realized that we have, we've fallen short at times of really being able to connect people, really giving people a sense of inclusion. Mm -hmm. um, even if our, you know, we've tried to be inclusive, if it is not conveying that to the end user or member and they don't feel included, we're, we're missing the mark. Yeah, um, one thing it's not about is the money. Correct. Not you about know, the money. We could give you, in, in economics, is, I always tell this story is, you know, APTA as a federated model has a complex due structure, but mm -hmm. APTA dues are 295. Mm -hmm. um, in the realm of that, it's a pretty low price point inside of professional associations. Right. Uh, if you compare us to other medical associations, other nursing professions, it's a pretty low price point. Um, we probably return economic value or transactional value to the member uh, at, and show that value pretty well. Mm -hmm. But if they don't value their experience, it doesn't matter what doesn't the price matter. point is. Yeah. And um, so that's what we really have to work to yeah. achieve. Yeah, not easy. I look forward to seeing what comes out in the next couple of years there. Okay, moving on. If you can, and maybe we already said this a little bit, but if you can change one thing about the APTA organization, what would it be and why? Um, I think it would to harness the power of inclusion. Uh, we've really been focused on that and um, how do we create a, a community that at times has been competitive or fragmented and how do we bring them together for commonality and unification around promoting the value of PT, promoting the brand of PT. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going through a process right now at APTA of rebranding and we're going to be launching that in the next uh, 12 nice. months. Nice. And what we found as we went through the research on doing that is we're conveying way too many uh, opportunities to put your own perspective of what the value of PT is. And we need to really get unified and more inclusive in that uh, march toward promoting our value. Yeah, kind of um, simplify the message a little bit more. Yeah. It, it is hard because within physical therapy you have so many options of workplaces and how you work and who you work with and states and, and personalities and I mean the list can go on and on. Yeah. So again, it's I, I would imagine having that sense of inclusivity among 101,000 members but 300,000 PTs across the country is not easy when everyone is so diverse uh, diverse in in race, religion, gender and diverse in practice settings. Right. So it's like you you have to not be a what is it like um uh, uh, 
trying to do everything but a master of none. What yes. is that statement? Yeah, if you're if you're trying to do everything, you're actually doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So a lot of ways that that's been uh, yeah. framed, but that's sort of a. I think that that's sort of been a challenge for it. Yeah. It tried to be all things to all people, and sort of was at times maybe a little bit mediocre or everything. Right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so yeah. it's um, you know so we really have to do that, and I think the common theme is we've done some analysis um, mm -hmm. both on the data side and then actually social listening. Mm -hmm. And two themes come out about the PT community is we're pretty divisive. Um, yeah. So, and you guys see this, is people like to tear other people down sure. and or can say that they're better at a certain thing than others. And um, so if we could get away from that divisiveness and correct that, um, that would be great. And because if an outsider was looking at our dialogues, it oh. would not be a positive experience. I've, exper I've had a patient tell me like, boy, you guys really don't get along. I've yes. seen some conversations on social media and I was, first of all, shocked yeah. that a patient would actually bring that up. So people are looking Correct. and they're we've, reading. We've had outside consultants that have looked at this and they say they can't believe two things. How um, some of our acting members tear us down. And so these are people who have already made a decision to join us, mm -hmm. but yet um, like to tear down the organization. Mm -hmm. um, and then what we found is when we were out looking at research on our next strategic plan and looking at net promoter scores, mm -hmm. um, our highest distractor group was some of our longest serving members. And, and essentially we figured out we're not engaging their expertise well enough. And so that was sort of a, a wake yeah. up call for us instead of saying, oh, why are former leaders tearing us down? Uh, we said, wait a minute, they're feeling lost. Yeah. They're feeling not included. They've given a lot of time to this association and now they feel like they've been dropped off a cliff. Right, right. And so how do we give them a parachute? How do we give them a glider? What can we do to keep them in this spirit of inclusion? Well, and I think that's great because, you know, in some conversations I had yesterday, someone brought up to me that was really great and it was that the APTA has 101,000 quote-unquote experts so they're not the organization's not the expert they're the facilitators of all these experts that they have at their fingertips and just think how much the organization can do by being a stellar facilitator right. of all those experts and I think that's kind of what you just yeah, said. yeah. you know APT is a vehicle uh, yeah. we, don't, we don't practice we don't do research right um, we don't do uh, we do a little bit of education so yeah, I yeah, do yeah. a little bit through professional development but we can be a vehicle where our educators can educate, our researchers can publish, yes. our researchers can have access to funding, and our practitioners can get better. Yes. So we have to really leverage our role as convener, our role as networker, our, our net, and as a funder. Yeah. Uh, the very yeah. basic principle of association is people come together for collective success. So they give us dues to put into a collective uh, operation for PR, for advocacy, for all those things, and we got to get better at yeah. uh, that include that spirit of inclusion. Yeah, perfect. All right, next question. So the World Confederation of PT mm -hmm. Conference is yep. coming up in a few months in Geneva in mm -hmm. May. So how is the APTA improving its outreach and involvement in the international world of physical therapy? Are you going to be in Geneva? I am. Yeah, so I am. Uh, it's a big priority for APTA to be an international international partner and and, and uh, contributor to global PT. And so WPT is one part of that. It's not our inclusive effort, um, but APTA has a long history of involvement with WCPT, uh, including being one of the eight founding countries and including having uh, at least a couple presidents, I believe. So uh, most recently, uh, Marilyn Moffa was president of 
the WCPT. So we have a long-standing commitment and contribution to uh, WCPT. And um, the conference in Geneva will be a great community um, of international leaders where we can go and be in a, a posture of learning. Uh, so a lot of times it's not, uh, we're going to, we go and have a delegation at WCPT, but we're really going to interact with our colleagues uh, in Australia and the UK and the Netherlands and really learn from their successes and how we can apply those back here. I think this morning at the Graham Sessions when you heard T.R. Reed, and it's a great book, I highly recommend it, but he went around and experienced healthcare in different countries. Um, that's sort of what we do at WCPT. We go and we talk to the Netherlands of how did they stand up their registry? Um, how did the UK um, be frontline in primary care? How did Australia get this great expertise in sports and orthopedics and manual therapy? And so what can we do to, to really leverage that global community to improve care here back in the US as well? Yeah, so, so it's like a listening tour. Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah, and uh, you know, WCPT is, is just like APTA, an organization. Yeah. Um, and so it's we have a responsibility as a as, as the member. Uh, it's an interesting, WCPT is, doesn't have members that are individual physical therapists. Their membership is the organizations that comprise of the countries. Mm -hmm. And so we are one of about over a little over a hundred member organizations at WCPT, and we, you know, we take that responsibility uh, very seriously, and look, always are looking for opportunities to contribute to their objectives, and especially yeah. when they're aligned with our objectives. Yeah, I, I, I am looking forward to going to Geneva. I can't wait. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I'm actually going to be staying with some international PTs. Yeah. So one from Canada and one from Ireland, because I go to a lot of international conferences, mm -hmm. and it has really changed the way that I practice, it changed my outlook on the profession as a whole. And what you find when you talk to, to therapists from different countries is we're not all that different. The way we practice, the challenges that we all have in these different countries are very similar. And I, I found that to be very eye-opening. Yeah, as a physical therapist who's gone into association management, mm -hmm. um, I've gotten huge value from some of my colleagues of other physiotherapy associations. Yeah. So Chris Massis at the Australian Physiotherapy Association, has, he's just been a great role model, somebody to learn from, yeah. and uh, it's nice because it's safe. Yeah. You know, we're not competitors. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's got his, his he's got his lane. I got my lane, That's and awesome. um, he's been a great resource. Mike Brennan, who was at the Canadian Association uh, a few years ago, has been a great uh, uh, reference and resource. And I've just been able to observe a lot of these international CEOs uh, and how they conduct their business, and it's been a great learning opportunity for me as well. It's great. A little then, different clinic than the the practitioners. But, yeah, yeah, yeah so. but you know, it's the parallels are there, you know, mm -hmm. in the APTA we're as clinicians trying to learn from each other and as heads of organizations you're trying to learn from each other. Yeah, so. it's one of the strongest things is yeah. the opportunity to interact with those other CEOs. Yeah, it's cool. so. All right, so before we finish up, what were your biggest takeaways from the morning here at Graham Session? Uh, well, I thought my biggest takeaway, or I don't know if it's a takeaway or my biggest observation is uh, a lot of thought, uh, a lot of um, thought-provoking conversations are already starting. Mm -hmm. And um, this concept, and we're gonna face this all the time, this concept of what is next in healthcare reform mm -hmm. that was started by uh, T.R. Reed's uh, presentation, but also what what does that mean for physical therapy and where do we need to change our lens, where do we need to change our focus mm -hmm. and how do we need to adapt uh, yeah. to be part of the solution, not part of the problem, mm -hmm. uh, was a key theme I got of the morning. So yeah, I, I really look to hear, uh, there's a lot of brains in that room, mm -hmm. and so I really am um, looking forward to how they process over the next uh, several hours and come up with solutions. Uh, it's easy to point at the problems, but uh, the solution 
solutions are always more complex. Always and, and the hard part. Exactly. Always so. the hard part. Well, thank you so much for thank coming you. on and our quick, uh, our quick break here yeah, in between uh, sessions. So thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. I appreciate All it. Right. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.